This is the Parent Life Podcast, and I'm Jason Stanley. Pastor Tim is back with us, uh, and this is the first time this year that we've gotten to have you back. Uh, it's actually been uh, since, I think, November last time we had you. Thought I wasn't going to get invited back. <laughs> no, not at all. We're, I'm so glad to have you back. And a couple of other things that are new. So most of the time I'm doing a Zoom uh, interview. I don't get to do it in person. And I guess we could have done Zoom, but, you know, you'd be in one end of the hall and I'd be on the other. So yeah, <laughs> that's just probably better to do it in person. Um, so the idea of this episode, uh, it originated back in... March, and that's because the Barna Research Center and the Cultural Research Center of Arizona Christian University, they collected and uh, released what is called the American Worldview Inventory, and they had their first release in March. They're going to have sequential releases, but we're going to just process the first release, and I found it about the same time you found it, and we both started messaging each other about it, like, hey, have you seen this yet? Particularly because it deals with parents of preteens. Me being a middle school pastor, preteen pastor, um, that's my area. So the conclusion of the research is that American children are spiritually disadvantaged. We're going to talk about that because parents do not have a biblical worldview. Now, I understand and all of our listeners should understand we're Christians. And so when we say you're disadvantaged for not having a biblical worldview, we have some presuppositions and biases towards those presuppositions. So. If you're listening to this and you have antagonistic thoughts towards uh, a biblical worldview, don't worry. We're also going to you know, talk about that a little bit as well. Um, but nonetheless, we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ because it's the power of God. So I asked him to join me today and explain the research, the cultural trends, and how Fruit Cove Baptist Church here in Jacksonville, because we are a ministry of Fruit Cove Baptist, is going to respond. Let's now move more into the practical for our parents. So the the same study, which by the way for our listeners is going to be made available in a link in the description, uh, says that independent Protestant and non-denominational parents are eight times more likely to have a biblical worldview. Uh, and at first I was like, oh, awesome, eight times. And I started doing the math in the background. I was like, that's only 16%. It's still not even one out of five um, of American parents would have what we would call orthodox theology. So, um, one, why do you see that in in those kind of churches? Because we are identified as one of those churches. What what gives us the advantage? And then let's talk about the advantages and disadvantages of kids with parents who do not have those beliefs. Okay. Uh, it's it's interesting to me that uh, Jonathan Piper, John Piper's son, uh, has said that. Um, independent, conservative, fundamentalist people should not have children. Yeah. Uh, but it's those people who are basically saying, you know, there there is a right and a wrong way to, to go out lives. There is This is what we our parents don't want to say today. They don't want to say, well, this is the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, honey, what do you think you should do? Yeah. Well, there are times that you need to let them answer that question. There's other times that you know, honey, that screwdriver. Do you think you should put that in the in the light socket? You know, that's what right. do you think? You know, what do you know? Yeah. Stop it. That's wrong. Don't do. That's going right. to kill you. Yeah, the wisdom of a three year old yeah. can only go so yeah. far. So you know, we have you know no problem in in those moments, but for some reason, when a thirteen year old is getting ready to do something far more destructive yeah. to themselves, 
we go, well, honey, what do you think you should do? Yeah. You know, so it, it, it it's a tough thing. But I will say this, my opinion, when I read that and when I heard that and, and uh, looked through that, um, is this, it is those groups, number one, who, who, are most who are most closely adhering to Scripture, to, you know, the traditional interpretation of mm -hmm. Scripture being a literal creation, literal heaven, literal earth, literal Adam, literal Eve, God actually did that. How did he do it? Well, the book of Hebrews says, by faith, God created yeah. the heavens. And how do we know? By faith. We know. How can I have? Well, but prove it. You can't prove faith. No. You know, we'll go to heaven, and that'll prove faith. We yeah. go to heaven, that'll prove hope's <laughs> It's also too late at that but, point to uh, make your decision. But, you know, no, I can't do anything other than say, by faith. That's what the Bible says. How does the Bible say? God? How does God prove that that happened? By faith. Mm-hmm. So you know, I just have to believe it, pretty much. That's what it yeah. says. Now, well, that doesn't make me sound like I'm smart among my peers. So where does yeah. it say you have to sound like you're smart among your peers? If that's your ego needing that, that's not God telling you you have to have that. So I think the part of the problem is, we're, and, and I think we're a little quicker to press that issue, and it, even not as much now as we used to be. But I think mm -hmm. we're still, you know, when you stand us up next to a, you know, a, a mainstream, and I won't mention brands, but, you know, mainline, mainstream denomination that have really drifted mm -hmm. drifted away from Scripture and, and then make them say, what's your worldview? They can't, they cannot even define a, Christ, a biblical worldview because, again, they will not start with creation. They yeah. will not start with God made everything. Therefore, God is the owner, the author, and he is the ultimate judge of everything because he is the beginner. He is the originator. They won't say, well, we got here somehow. Something blew up and we showed up. And, you know, so that's so right there. You start out with your children on unsure footing. They don't even know how they got here. Or if you just accidentally showed up, what value does that right. give you? Okay. Right. Um, they are probably less likely to talk about the main problem of of creation, of all creation, of mankind, of all creation is sin. You know, the only solution to the main problem is the blood of Jesus Christ. And ultimately, when we die, we're going to go to heaven and Jesus is coming back. So you have those things that are very unpopular topics, all of them. Right. In non main, in non, you know, in, in non conservative. Well, and I would say, kind of, you know, looking back, it's also because denominationally, we settled that, you know, like not me because right. I, I wasn't right. there. Right. Um, but, you know, you you lived through and even pastored through the conservative resurgence yeah. um, that the Southern Baptist Convention experienced where they determined, are we going to affirm sure. Scripture as authoritative mm -hmm. and these are the doctrines it affirms or not? And so I would say that's where I see a lot of yeah. the statistic is because of that affirmation, it then has played itself yeah. into but the again, worldview. But but every denomination did not go through a conservative resurgence. No. I think, but I just think basically the the groups that have adhered, and I'm going to talk about adhering to the King James Version, but I'm the the, the groups that have adhered to the Bible as an authoritative book, mm -hmm. and not as a collection of stories, stories. That men have written. Those groups tend to have a more robust worldview than groups that just kind of randomly are trying to figure this thing out. So, and it, and it affects how the kids live. It affects how they think. It affects you know. You can talk to kids and go, even though they may not be really sure about this creation thing, they still know enough to have a conversation about. Oh it. yeah. They know what the right answer is, even though they may not be subscribing to it all the way. 
Uh, you know, I was talking to a parent recently, and their kids are questioning that. Okay, it's okay. Kids are going to question everything. Yeah. That's all right. And Just have good answers for them. Yeah, and I always encourage parents go on the journey with them. Yeah. You know, like, hey, find stuff together, learn, well, and grow like together. To me going, well, I don't know the answer. Well, maybe you need to learn too. Google you it. To, you know, at least your kids are asking the question. You know, yeah. go, you know go with them. So, okay, so now at this point, if I'm a parent, um, I'm probably self-evaluating my own worldview, wondering, okay, where am I at in this spectrum? Have I slipped into something uh, syncretistic, uh, especially the big fancy word theologians like to throw around is moralistic therapeutic deism. So so if I'm slipping into that... um, I'm going to be looking for help. I'm going to be looking to maybe reassess my foundation. But then also for my children, I don't want to pass on something that's a lie to them. And I really think with this these episodes, I, I am really mostly concerned for our parents who are going to pass on a fluffy faith that really doesn't have any sort of foundation. So we as a church, we can't replace the parent by any means. Um, all we can do is partner with the parent. So what would you say is Fruit Cove Baptist's strategy for partnering with parents and how we can see them well, turn a, a that? Well, two years ago, I mean, I, I took a hard turn and uh, it was actually about the time, maybe a little after the time, we had Dodie Bauckham here uh, in his earlier days. Um, before the before the beard, right? Yeah. Before the beard, beard, yes. <laughs> um, and he had just released a, uh, a book called The Ever Loving Truth, and, mm-hmm. and actually, we ended up landing him here. I don't know how that happened, but we ended up with him here, uh, and he launched that that book and the study guide that went with it from Lifeway. Uh, launched it here. We had wow. we had a big launch, for, you know, two wow. day, a two day launch over that that book. Um, and and just going through that experience, it just hit me again. And we had some conversations, and I don't know. This is my claim to fame. Like uh, a story that I used uh, about a church that I had pastored uh, ended up in the introduction of oh, wow. the book of the book. And uh, and he didn't. He he tried to cover my identity. You know, he said. He, he called me a pastor friend, told me this story, gave me permission to use it. But uh, but I'm the pastor friend, so anyway. But uh, it, it was just like he said. That's he said. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it was a, it was a question of, you know, it was it was a sexual issues stuff going on that was real life really happening in that moment. But it left me out. That that event left me with. We've got to be intentional about that. I started preaching sermons, and of course, what do preachers do when they want to fix a problem? We preach sermons on. That's right. Preachers so I started preach. preaching sermons, and I, there, in fact, there's a whole. I think there's like a whole category online of Christian worldview sermons of just going through every. How do we think about this? How do mm-hmm. Christians see this? How do we go through? And as we said earlier, I think we started out. Every conversation you have is a, is a worldview conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a Christian worldview <clears throat> conversation unless you make it that if you know what that is and you you skew it that way. But every conversation is a conversation about worldview. Mm-hmm. So every when somebody talks about, man, the world is such a mess today. Yeah, why do you think that is? Well, I just think people need to be better educated. I just think people need to be better. Yep. They so be if we better. give them better education, that they, fixes it, you know, right? If we just had better government, if we had better this, better that, well, that's a world, they're, they're having a worldview conversation. Mm-hmm. 
which means that every, let me touch this other stuff going on, which means that every conversation you have can very, very easily be turned into a spiritual conversation. Mm-hmm. Where you could talk about, you know, what the Bible says about this. Yeah, the attorney. Bible says that the problem really is every person's a sinner. Yeah. Every system is broken. Everything in this world is broken. Everything that everything in the universe is broken, and therefore the solution is not out there. When you I hear Elon Musk and these people talking about outer space, okay, that's great. They're they're having a worldview conversation. Yes. Their worldview is we believe that there's somewhere out there a perfect world there's a there's a non-polluted world mm-hmm. there's a non-problematic world there's a non- and we're going to find it and and we're going to go find that whatever expense we have to yeah to yeah, and for our listeners, I would like to just, you know, if you're not um, familiar with Fruit Cove Baptist, because we do have some listeners now uh, as this ministry has continued to grow, uh, Tim has a library of sermons that are all on our YouTube channel. Uh, so if you're watching this video, you're currently on the Fruit Cove Baptist YouTube channel. Go to some of the playlists and you can find them for families and things like that. If we're having worldview conversations with our kids, what are some of the practices that we want to hand off? What are some of the beliefs that we want to hand off? I mean, I just think, I just think for the most part, most parents aren't even thinking about that. Well, I think we don't. I, I think we assume. Well, we went to church Sunday, so therefore they heard about it. Like it just naturally absorbs but, but or something. The, but I think what you have to, and I'm not, I'm not a big hey, turn the TV off and never let them listen to anything. I just think that our responsibility as parents is to shepherd that a little bit more. We need to be more involved in, okay, that was a really interesting cartoon. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna pause this right here for just a minute. I wanna wanna ask you something. Mm. Yeah. If the Bible says that God created the heavens and the earth, did what you just hear agree with that or disagree that's a great conversation you know and and you can have that with kids if they're old enough to understand the conversation happening on the screen yeah they can have that conversation because they're already they see again yeah. everything everything's going into these little channels in mm-hmm. your brain you know everything's being yeah. stored into your brain and and you can either let that go in unvarnished and unfiltered and un, un, and, and untouched or you can go whoa whoa okay wait that needs to go into the that's garbage category. Yeah. And yeah, it's a story, but it's not true. Right. Yeah. But again, help them. Don't just give it to them. Don't just say that's wrong. You shouldn't listen. No, just go listen. Here's what they were saying. Why do you think that was wrong? Yeah. What does what do you think the Bible says about how the world got here? At? I remember a very clear conversation I had with um, my oldest a couple of years ago is when the movie Moana came out yeah, yeah. and you just jog my memory about it because Maui, the demigod who yeah, made everything, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and so the whole story is about Maui and getting his powers back and at the end she's like, we don't believe in Maui, do we? And I was like, no, yeah, no, we yeah. don't, not but at all. Again, but again, that was a world for, for yeah. her, that was a worldview yeah. conversation. You know, I mean, that's the level and you know, you, you're not going to walk your kid into some philosophically deep, you know, debate about something, but you talk about one of their favorite cartoon characters or superhero characters. Yeah. Okay, so what is that? You know, even the whole thing, I've been thinking through this, this whole thing, and I'm a, I'm a superhero geek, but this whole thing with the multiverse now coming up, I'm yeah. going, okay, so what is this saying about reality? What, mm-hmm. is this, what is this really communicating about 
how because a lot of these fanciful things are actually coming out of some levels of reality. I'm going, okay, so where's that coming from, and what are they really thinking about, and what are they trying to, to you know, and and again, I, I can think of so many ways you could take that conversation alone and end up turning that into oh yeah into a spiritual, spiritual conversation. And again, not to say let me show you how smart I am, but to say understand these things are even when you're 16 years old and you're watching a superhero movie, this is impacting your thinking. It's either mm-hmm. reinforcing wrong thinking or it's an opportunity to say, hey, let's move into this category. So so you're saying the approach for parents should be more of a as you're going through life, as yes, I don't they think there bump needs into to be something. Any, let's sit down at dinner and have a two hour conversation about worldview. Because yeah. you won't keep them, they won't understand it, no. they won't care. But <laughs> well if, and that's if not you even can effective. do a couple of things, if you can pull the you know, pull the the uh, the earbuds out of your kids' ears for a minute and say, Well listen to me. Mm. You mind if I listen? Okay. <laughs> That's when they'd say no. Yeah. And they no, I just say, listen, no, you know, I'm not, no, nobody's in trouble. Listen to what they're listening to, and they go, okay, so what is this song saying about? Mm-hmm. Because here's what we believe in. You, I think parents, I would say this quickly, first of all, learn how to communicate the worldview pieces very, very quickly, very succinctly. Mm-hmm. God created everything. God made everything. Mm-hmm. You, God made everything. Okay, everything comes out of that. God made everything. Number two, the biggest problem in the world is you. The biggest problem in the world is you're broken. You've mm-hmm. seen we're all sinners. That's the, that's the world's biggest problem. That's every that's the root of every problem in the world. The solution is Jesus Christ. He's the only solution. Mm-hmm. We don't need more money. We don't need more medicine. We don't need more education. We don't need more politics. We need Jesus. And that's the third reason. And then number four, when you die, you will go to heaven. There is an eternity. And you, yeah. will, and you will be called to account mm-hmm. for your life in eternity. So you have those four things that you can rattle off really quick. And if you can even get your kids to even get to the point that they can go boom, 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 boom. Then they learn to process it themselves. And that gives them, you have yeah, built categories for them to store stuff in. They can go, okay, that's that reinforces this and that. Mm. Said, oh, that's what mom and dad said about that. So therefore, that can go in there. So that's some of it. It's just yeah. more of a hands-on, you know, rather than make this a big, you know, huge, complicated conversation. Yeah. It's just yeah. I would, I would, you know, humbly add to that though. Just for for parents, the more conversations you're having with them that involve scripture, mm-hmm. to me, that's just the better. Yeah. Um, you know, even if, yes, you've got music and stuff like that, if you want to use, hey, what are you listening to? Hey, what are you watching? Or what's that YouTube video about? And then somehow, you know, you know, know the worldview pattern. Um, and, and I've started using the full circle parenting from the Scroggins from a couple episodes ago, even in my own house. Um, it's made it really easy to do what you just said. Um, but by getting into scripture, be like, hey, so that doesn't sound like this. And then I'll open up scripture and with my kids say, hey, what do you read here? Does that sound like what you just heard? Does that sound like what you just read? And they'll say, no, it doesn't. Or sometimes yes, but very, very infrequently. Um, and that has really kind of spurred on our conversations. So um, I guess my biggest thing for, for parents and as, as we're going, kind of wrapping up these episodes here. Um, is I think the parents need to know their worldview, need to know the biblical yes. worldview, because yeah. otherwise it's just the blind leading the blind. Mm-hmm. They, they don't know where they're taking their kids. You can't guide somebody to a place you've never been. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it, anyone listening, I would say, obviously reach out to Fruit Cove Baptist. We would love to interact. Um, as always, you can, you know, reach out to the podcast, but, you know, you need to know what you believe and why you believe it. 
and to some extent be able to articulate it yeah. so that your kids can learn. So, Tim, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, and as I said earlier, we're going to have to have you on again for another <laughs> another episode. Uh, for those listening, thank you for joining into the pod, uh, Parent Life Podcast today. I hope this uh, conversation blessed your life and informs you in your parenting. Um, if you're a member of Fruit Cove Baptist, of course, uh, thank you. And we would really love to partner with you and your family as ministers. Uh, if you have any questions about me or my ministry, you can go to jasonstanlin.com. If you have any questions about Fruit Cove Baptist Church, you can go to fruitcove.com to find out more about her ministries. And the links and the uh, the links are in the bio and in the description. And of course, if you want any sort of interaction with Parent Life Podcast, you can email us at parentlife at fruitcove.com. May you be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Colossians 1.9. See you next week.